Hey everybody, welcome to Tech Thoughts, a show about tech advice, a short how-to, and why you should care. This is Season 3, Episode 5, or overall Episode 23. I am Jade, and I'm so impressed. I also the smart one. Uh, and I'm Art. I don't know why Jade is impressed. Um, you got it right in the first I guess try? it's probably because, hey, I usually get it right first try. But it's also because I'm the cute one. Disclaimer, we are both smart and cute. So, we are reaching the end of our audio file arc. This is the last episode, um, another sort of, like, geeky, nerdy one, in that we are going to be talking about headphones and amps, and it's going to get a little technical, but we also are going to give some recommendations at the end, so if you stick around, you'll at least be rewarded with some uh, practical knowledge. But before we get into that, I have to plug our after show. We're live on Instagram, at Tech Thoughts Podcast, every week on Friday at 8 p.m. ET. And you can also find us at our website, which is, Jid? Apparently words. Uh, it's techthoughts.gay. It's words.gay now. Um, I, I've co-opted it as the Lit Studies major. This, this is the words podcast? All right. <laughs> uh, you said, you said, you said, you said at some point we, I was, you were just going to let me start a Lit podcast where I was allowed to be a nerd. Well, we kind of have our head, let, let's be honest, we kind of have our hands full with this one, but it's a fun idea. But anyway, getting to today's topic, headphones. Now that we've covered music and all of the file formats and all of the forms that it comes in, um, let's assume you've finally gotten some music in the way that is most comfortable to you, whether that be via a streaming service or some high quality flax or even vinyl. How should you listen to said music? Everyone kind of knows, I would hope, that phone speakers are crappy, to say the least. So as you reach for your 2009 era, now off-white iPod headphones, um, you might wonder, is there a better way? And yes, there is. So uh, let's learn about headphones. Disclaimer about this episode, we are not talking about speakers because Jade knows nothing about speakers. I feel like I probably know something about speakers, but I feel like if I tried to talk about it on a technical level, I would not be able to convey any of it. So we're sticking to headphones. (laughs) Now, to be fair, I do believe the thing we're about to talk about is shared with speakers. So yeah, odds are you've uh, you know brands like Beats, Audio Technica, uh, Sony, Apple. I guess I guess the latter is the last one's the same as the first one. But for right now, we're gonna focus on what kind of headphones there are rather than brands, so how they work and such. Regardless of what you're listening to, speaker or headphones, um, they all have some kind of driver in them, and not like Windows. Oh no, I don't have the driver for this thing. Driver, more like a, a like an electromagnetic kind of driver. In this case, um, the one we're gonna talk about. First is the electrodynamic driver, often shorted to dynamic drivers. They're the most common. They basically just use a magnet fixed in a housing, meaning glued to a wall, you can think of it as. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, To create a static magnetic field, meaning it just, it is the same magnetic field no matter what. Um, uh, This interacts with this thing called the voice coil, um, which just moves towards and away from the field. And this creates vibrations. And, well, I mean, sound waves are just vibrations, so you make sound like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Dynamic drivers are really good at low-end frequencies like bass, uh, which is why Beats by Dre, Apple, or whatever they're called now are really bass-heavy. It's it's still Beats by Dre. They're just owned by Apple, I think. That or it's it's just Beats. Is he not a doctor It's one anymore? of the two. Did he lose his PhD? <laughs> I don't know. Apple probably forcibly stole it from him. It's, it's Tim Cook's PhD now. That's fair. So now they're just... Uh, they're beats by the Dre, formerly known as Doctor. Anyway, um, so, downsides of dynamic drivers. Basically, it's just when you turn them up, they can distort sound. Makes sense. Yeah, unless you put a lot of work into them, they, they have some kind of distortion. 
But yeah, that's why that's why they, they range from really cheap headphones to really expensive ones. Um, but let's move mm. on to what expensive really looks like. Another type of driver is known as a planar magnetic driver. That just sounds fancy, just in, in name alone. They are. Um, similar, to dynamic, to, similar to dynamic drivers, um, they also use magnetism to work, just in a different way. Um, basically, there's this like like flat membrane that has mm-hmm. uh, like wire embedded into it. So like if you hot glued wire for a craft project, kind of. Okay, yeah, that, I can. I'm like picturing that in my head. Yeah, go on. Cool. And it's just it's just flanked by magnets, so the whole thing moves around them. Interesting. Yeah, um, they're they're just more complicated and use more parts, so they're more expensive. Also, um, audio from planar drivers are less likely to echo, and could because and they're a lot more accurate. Uh, they just feel more real because they're they make a planar like a plane, as in a flat soundstage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it doesn't distort as easily, is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Cool. Next up are, uh, and I, I'm not sure which one it's called. They're either balanced or rebalanced armature drivers. I don't know. Um, different sorts of say other things. <laughs> yeah, they're balanced to them once or twice. We're not sure. Have fun. <laughs> They weren't balanced, so we did it again. <laughs> they're tiny, and they're mostly found in IEMs, which are a thing we're about to talk about, but they're just things tiny headphones for now. Mm-hmm. So they have two magnets flanking a coil of wire, um, and they just kind of stick an arm mutcher into it. Get it? Um, so basically, as the arms move between the magnets, it creates sound. Okay. They're not necessarily better than anything. They're just, they can be smaller than dynamic drivers. Yeah, which makes sense, because they're for what are smaller headphones, so... Yeah, and they're and they're they're just a little more expensive than dynamic drivers, just because dynamic drivers are cheap. But yeah, whatever. Those are cool. We're just gonna we're gonna move on to what is the uh, <clears throat> what I want to say is the final kind of driver, even though that's not true. Uh, electrostatic drivers. They uh, they're different. There is no magnetism. Magnetism has been thrown out of the equation. We don't do that here. Instead, um, interesting. Yeah, they operate by sandwiching a diaphragm, which honestly, the, the word just means a thing that moves. That's all. Okay. Yeah, like the way you breathe, it goes in and out. No, yeah, I just, I'd never use that to, I never heard that word, I never heard that word used in conjunction with, with anything other than breathing, which is why I'm just like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, go on. That's fair. So the diaphragm is sandwiched um, between two metal plates, and each plate is perforated, so it's holes in it, which allows air to move through it as the diaphragm moves. And if you've been paying attention, you know this will probably make sound waves. And if it doesn't, it's broken. <laughs> They're hilariously expensive, but they... They sound hilariously expensive. Yeah, but they basically ensure a distortion-free environment. Okay, that's cool. They're like, they're like, they're like the Cadillac of, of headphones, I suppose. Okay, and then there's this other thing that I don't like very much. Um, this bone conduction, um, which is also known as magnetostriction. Yeah. They, uh, they don't work like most things. They kind of ignore your eardrum entirely, cut out the middleman. Well, yeah, because they're... They, they, yeah, because so... Bone conduction is, just to take over here a little Please. bit, um, but bone conduction is, I didn't even know it was a thing that was, I mean, I guess it's used to make sound. I didn't, I, I, I assume there are no headphones that use it um, because bone conduction, yeah, it, it ignores your e- eardrum and sends vibrations to your inner ear through your bones. Um, the reason why it does this is because the main place where you see bone conduction, bone conduction is with cochlear implants. So they're for people who... Like usually, 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 if you are deaf, it is because there is something wrong with your eardrum. Um, so there's no point in trying to go through something that can't hear. Um, so you go with bone vibration instead. Yeah. Given the fact that we don't all have cochlear implants, I'm assuming that I I, I personally don't have a cochlear implant, but I am 
uh, hard of hearing, and I am friend. I, I had I had a friend who had a cochlear implant once, and uh, he complained about it constantly. So I'm assuming it's not that great. No, because they're, you're you're kind of cutting out the middleman. You can't create bass for one. Interesting. Yeah, it's hard to create bass. It's hard to create uh, a, a wide soundstage. You can hear everything around you. That's a benefit because you're not really blocking your ears, provided your hearing otherwise works. Mm-hmm. And there's really no like bleed. No one can hear what's coming off of your bone conduction headphones or other. Yeah, things. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. So now you know a lot about how headphones may work. But what kind of headphones are there? So yeah, we'll start with the venerable earbud. Yes, that is the correct name for this class of device. Um, Earbuds are real simple. They create a partial seal with your ear by resting on it. They don't block out all sound, but they block out some, and they more than likely use dynamic drivers. Again, 2009 (laughs) iPod headphones are uh, absolutely what you should be thinking of right now. No, I guess like one of the things is this. I've always struggled to tell the difference between earbuds and the thing we're about to talk about, which is like... IEMs. Um, I feel like people use the two terms. Well, I feel like people don't really use the term IEMs, and I feel like they just call any headphone that goes into your ear that isn't like an over-ear headphone an earbud. Yeah, it feels like Does that. that make any sense? Yes, it does. And uh, that is pretty common. Um, they are separate. I'm not going to fault people who, don't, who, who mix them up, honestly. No, that's fair, but it is just sort of interesting as a distinction, I guess. Oh, yes. So, yeah, earbuds. Um, they don't block out sound because you don't get a perfect seal. But there's a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and they more than likely use dynamic drivers because they're cheap. Yeah, they're sort of like the most common headphones. Yeah. If you happen to have a pair of earbuds that go into your ear, then congratulations, you actually have a pair of in-ear monitors, also known as IEMs, which don't explode, even though it kind of sounds like it. <laughs> It's because it's one it's one letter off from IED, I think. Improvised explosive music? <laughs> anyway. Uh, IAMs are meant to create a better seal with your ear by resting inside the ear canal. Uh, and that helps actually isolate outside noise from your listening experience. And yes, these are the ones that use those re- or not rebalanced armature drivers. Mm-hmm. But when we get to bigger headphones, it gets a little complicated. There's a lot of things to worry about, honestly. Um, so, like, we can start with closed-back headphones. Have you ever seen, you know, Beats by Not Dr. Dre? Those are closed-back headphones. You know this because, like, if you if you look at the, the rear of the cup, there's just it's just flat. There's nothing there. Yeah. They get their name from being completely sealed, so sound can only go towards your ear. And as a result, you get better isolation from outside noise. A lot of studio monitors are closed-back because of this reason. And mm-hmm. you will likely leak less noise from the headphones. Downside is they may sound less natural sounding because, well, things can bounce with the closed environment. Yeah. They can also feel like they're putting some more pressure on your head than you think. Yeah. I, I, I run into that. That's why I don't like closed back headphones. I feel like a lot of, like, like, like the sort of thing that closed backs will do in order to, like, mitigate whether, like, to sort of mitigate the, the issue of the sound feeling kind of trapped is they'll basically make, like, deeper cups. So, like, they'll, they'll, they'll be kind of... They'll be, they'll be kind of thicker because, like, the the actual part that your ear goes into is deeper so that the sound has a little bit more space. Yeah. But mostly the ones that I've seen that, that try to do that are also more expensive. Um, and I'm not I'm not quite sure why, necessarily, but yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Well, I mean, you have to tune everything to, the to like, the acoustic model. Headphones are a really complicated thing, honestly. That's really fair. Yeah, examples of closed-back headphones other than 
Beats because I keep talking about them. Um, the ones you're wearing. Yeah. So my headphones are um, Audio Technica. They're the M50s. I got the Bluetooth version back when I thought that I couldn't tell the difference between Bluetooth and wired headphones. And if you don't mind wires, I'm just going to tell you right now: don't get the Bluetooth version of these because the Bluetooth in these is it's just it's it's bad. You can hear the compression. It is so very crunchy. I wonder why. These headphones are also pretty solid because they kind of have like a pretty flat soundstage. Um, I don't know if they're technically considered reference headphones, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. Um, I don't know if they're technically considered that, but they, they're, they're, they're common studio headphones because of the fact that they have a very flat soundstage. Although people will argue about whether or not like neutral sounding headphones are all that great. I don't know. I've, 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 I've heard people make the argument that like, you don't necessarily always want to hear things the like sort of flat neutral way they sound in the studio but yeah i love the flat neutral way so to talk about that i'm using um biodynamic t90s they're open back which is what we're going to talk about now uh open back headphones <laughs> um they allow for uh air to go right through them they're open literally so it means um mm-hmm. Upsides of being open means that they sound more natural, as there aren't echoes or pressure. You just let sound kind of travel naturally. Um, that being said, they let noise right in and have no isolation, which really makes editing tech thoughts a pain in the ass sometimes. Um, also, you like it. May, it just means you cannot use them outside. Like you can't. You can't use open back headphones outside for two reasons. One being that there's no noise isolation, which means that you will be able to hear everything around you. Like, like, especially when you live in the city, like that's just, that's just not feasible. Um, but then on top of that, because they leak noise, um, everyone else is going to be able to hear you, hear, hear what you hear, what you're hearing. And you do not want to be that asshole on the train. <laughs> yeah. I would, to be fair, I would personally never wear these like on the train. I, I like wearing IEMs. Oh no, of yeah. course not. I just mean, yeah, no, what, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I just, I, I much prefer my IEMs for, for traveling just because they're smaller, low profile. When I'm done, I stuff them in a tiny little case that can fit in my pocket. So. No, yeah, of course. I, I, I just, I mean, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing this up as a consideration because I know you know this. I, I just mostly mean for people who might be like, oh, like such an open soundstage, that sounds great. And it's like, yeah, but you cannot use them outside. <laughs> no, but, I mean, you could if you have, if it's with friends. <laughs> yes, 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 don't be the asshole, I know, don't worry. I, I used to date someone who played his fucking speakers as we were walking down the Central Park. That was terrible. Jesus Cent- Christ. Cent- okay. And I had yeah. to say Central Park like that, because I can't, I can't let it go. <laughs> Semi-open headphones are also a thing. They're, like, closed back, but don't seal the speaker elements. So, like... Those parts can still get all the like air they need to sound kind of natural. Interesting. Yeah, um, they still leak. They have all the downsides of open back headphones. They still leak. There is no sound isolation. It's just like slightly better than open back in that regard. Interesting. Yeah, you may have also heard the term of reference headphone before, which is what uh, Art brought up uh, just only a little bit ago. It's a thing that can apply to any kind of headphone. They're just meant to be flat and accurate, meaning no color to the audio source. Like you are getting, presumably, um, what the artist meant for you to hear. And I, 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 I also like that. Honestly, I like flat. I want, I want to hear it exactly as expected. I've never heard like that's the thing. It's like I, I enjoy bass, which is why I had beats. I had beats for a very long time, and I didn't think they sounded that awful. 
Um, because I enjoy ba- bass. And the thing with Beats by Dre that everyone always criticizes them about. Uh, the reason that like audiophiles will criticize Beats by Dre is specifically because of that. Because they turn the bass up to 11. Um, like they, 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 they... Well, they also crush the rest of it. That's the other problem. Well, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's sort of the, the, like, you can't really, I feel like, turn up, turn up any, spe- like, like, part of the soundstage without crushing a different part. Oh, like, fair enough. Unless, unless you so have multiple like, yeah, headphones like, at the same time. Well, yeah, but, um, <laughs> I'm trying to imagine, like, what that setup would look like, and it's absurd. But, yes, yeah, so that's why, that's why people often criticize beats and yeah, like don't, that's not a reference headphone. That 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 has a very specific profile that it's that it's sort of tuning towards. Um, like I said, my my M50s are considered like studio headphones, so I'm not sure if they like that term applies to them. I don't want to confidently say that it does, but I, I pretty I'm pretty sure it does. That being said, I do know, or at least I've heard on the internet, which to be and I've never fact checked this, so so don't hold me accountable for this one. But it, I have heard it said that a uh, since we keep talking about him, Dre, hilariously enough, uses these headphones in the studio. Um, he doesn't even use his own. So, yeah. Uh, there is also one other little designation to talk about, which is on-ear versus over-ear. Um, basically, the difference there is whether, like, the cup of the headphone just, like, sits on your ear or whether or not it sort of goes completely over your ear and covers around your ear. Um, again, just... We just I know we keep using them as a comparison, but it is a sort of headphone that like everyone has seen, so it's a, a really good touchstone. Beats by Dre are over ear. They don't actually like completely cover a seal around your ear. My headphones and a lot of the other sort of more expensive headphones are sort of over ear because that gives you better noise isolation because it's forming a seal around your ear and trapping all the sound in as opposed to like just sitting on top of it. And also it might be more comfortable. I the funny thing is I think for some people it depends I think I think that really depends on the person I think for some people on ears are more comfortable actually weirdly enough just as another fun fact one of the reasons that I did really like uh my beats that I actually sort of miss is the fact that um because they were on ear as opposed to over ear I could wear my hearing aids with them and they wouldn't it wouldn't they wouldn't make my hearing aids um tight whistle oh because yeah well yeah so basically because of the way my hearing aids work is that um, the right ear, it's just, it's literally just a microphone. Um, and it just picks up sound and transmits it to the, to the left ear. If you like basically touch my head, like right above where the hearing aid is, you, I'll get all, like I'll hear feedback in my own ear and it's really painful. Yeah. Um, I'll hear feedback in my own ear. Um, because the beats were over ear, were over ear, um, as opposed to on ear, they didn't trigger the feedback because they were like next to the hearing aid. They weren't covering it. Um, my, my M50s cover my hearing aid when I put them on. So I just constantly have to hear that like whistly feedback noise. So I can't wear my hearing aids with these, which means I don't use my hearing aids, which is kind of not great. So that's another like weird fun fact. But if anybody is hard of hearing and listens to this podcast, maybe that's helpful. So there you go. <laughs> so yeah, you did it. You got yourself a fancy pair of headphones. They're expensive. And they sound real quiet. Eh, what gives? So, so actually, some headphones require power to actually sound proper. Um, this is known as needing amplification um, or having a high resistance rating measured in ohms. You know, omega symbol, you might see them. Mm-hmm. You power them with an amplifier. Um, generally, you can find them in the solid state variety, which just means they use good old modern circuitry to push that power out. There are also tube amps. They use vacuum tubes for that retro bling. I love that. <laughs> They're really pretty. I want one just for the aesthetics, but 
<laughs> no, yes, absolutely. I, I just, I just, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, like I, I, I understand how digital has made things so much more streamlined. Don't get me wrong, but like, I miss vacuum tubes. They're so pretty. I want them just for this. I would like one giant amp with them. Apparently, there are some audible differences between them. Tubes being described as sounding quote sweeter, um, and solid state being more clinical. But I, I don't, I don't, I like it. I don't care. So whatever. <laughs> you, you, your your choices vary in regards to this whole episode. Mm -hmm. If you're working from a digital audio source, such as a computer, may, you may also need a DAC, which is a digital to analog converter. Uh, before I can actually use the amp, or honestly even plug in the headphones. Fun fact, mm -hmm. your phone totally has one, if it has a headphone jack. Rip Apple and, like, Samsung. Well, hey, no, to, to be fair, we remember you, uh, you, um, you found out that, um, Apple gets around that with their little dongles. Um, yes. at least, like, if you get the Apple-branded branded ones, have DACs, like, tiny little DACs built into them, which is kind of impressive. Oh, yeah, I mean, so does, so, I was about to say that, but you're right. Um, I have, I also have a tiny one, uh, for, for my phone, which is not an Apple device, but it's also nice. Also, DACs are kind of usually built into the system on a chip of your phone or other devices. Oh, interesting. Yeah, technically speaking, there's a version of, uh, a dongle that just connects to two pins on the USB-C port in my phone that connects directly to the DAC that's built into the, the, the SOC. So technically speaking, I can just pull from that directly. <laughs> Interesting. That's 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 really that's really cool, actually. But yeah, whatever. If you use a wireless pair of headphones, then you're honestly using Bluetooth and probably don't really need to worry about a DAC or amp. But you do have to worry about one thing: the dreaded codec. And yes, they're <laughs> back. Um, in this case, Bluetooth codecs determine how exactly the audio reaches your headphones. In the first episode of the arc, you're most worried about having a high bitrate for high quality, but Bluetooth isn't like that. Bluetooth, you have other things to worry about, including other people, and therefore having interference, where lower bitrates may actually help you cut through, like, all that interference. Fascinating. Think of it like this. If you are on a highway with lots of, like, double-wide trailers, right? Yeah. You're not going to get through with a double-wide trailer. That's Maybe fair. you'll get through with, like, a compact. Yeah, you know? that's fair. That makes sense. So, yeah. Bluetooth codecs. SVC is also known as the low complexity subband codec and it's it's garbage <clears throat> um it can transfer up to 320 kilobytes per second and is real basic oh for the record every single codec we're about to talk about is a lossy codec as defined in our first episode so like don't expect much also you can't really compare bluetooth codecs to like the codecs we were talking about in the first uh, episode of this arc, mm -hmm. just because they, they they do different things, like you're you're compressing on top of your existing compression. Yeah, which problem. is why Bluetooth can sound so crunchy sometimes, because mm -hmm. it's just yeah, you're 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 stacking compression on top of compression on top of perhaps having to deal with interference. It 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 it, it it's not that it can't sound good. It's just that it's trickier to get to sound good and it probably won't ever sound as good as having something wired although to be honest depending on how sensitive your ears are you might not be able to tell yep that being said there are better codecs mostly made by qualcomm meaning sorry iphone users you don't get these of course we don't no um in fact iphone users get to use aac just like we talked about in that first episode on top of your existing aac compression hurrah double the compression thanks i uh thanks apple anyway so qualcomm has aptx aptx supports a 352 kilobyte per second stream it's considered more accurate than spc because it uses a different sort of model to actually make that compression happen mm -hmm. uh there's also 
aptX low latency, which has lower latency, which means you get less of that dreaded like video audio desync when you're watching things on your phone. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, um, but it was also phased out because now we have aptX adaptive. aptX adaptive is more efficient. There was a version of aptX called HD, which mm-hmm. was kind of useless for most regards because large pipe again. aptX adaptive is more efficient and it can sound just as good as aptX HD at a lower bitrate. So like, it's just better. Period. And then there's one more codec actually known as LDAC, uh, LDAC. It's Sony's own little Bluetooth codec, which can support 24-bit, 96 kilohertz audio files, up to 990 kilobytes per second. And it's considered a high-res codec, but it's it's not lossless. Yeah. Um, it, do- it does have other modes that optimize range, so similar to aptX, mm-hmm. but there's a much higher ceiling. So Yeah, makes sense. Um, and after listening to us talk about all that, you might be wondering straight up, like, so what do I get? Do you have $2,000? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We were originally considering doing a, like, little recommendations segment for this episode, but we actually decided against it, mostly for time purposes and also because headphone recommendations are really, really, really variable like this is this is really just one area where it's it's kind of very much up to you what kind of sound you're looking for and what your price range is and between those two things um and also between comfort frankly um between all of those factors it's it is really hard to give someone in in like the, the it between all of those factors it is kind of impossible to give someone a one size fits all uh recommendation Um, I can say stay away from Beats because they're overpriced and they don't sound great. Um, and I do- Oh, does Skullcandy still exist? Skullcandy is also awful. Yeah, stay away from Skullcandy. I was gonna say that. Yes, um, stay away from Skullcandy, stay away from Beats. If you need really, really, really cheap headphones, like, I promise you, like, this isn't just us being elitist and being like, you must spend, like, a certain amount on headphones. Not to, not, not that Beats are cheap. Uh, to begin with. Um, this is not us saying, like, you must spend a certain amount on, on, on headphones. This is me saying, I promise you, you can find headphones on Amazon that are cheaper than Skullcandy that will sound better than Skullcandy. Uh, but yeah, and also probably last longer because, frankly, every pair of Skullcandy headphones I've ever had has broken in, like, a week. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, our best recommendation, genuinely, is going to r slash headphones, um, which is the subreddit for headphones. Um, they do recommendations. It's kind of their whole thing. Um, and they have a lot of guides that you can check out to sort of get you started. Or if you're like dirt broke and don't really care what you get, um, go to the dollar store and suffer. Hey, like I said, like I said, there are, there are genuinely surprisingly cheap headphones on Amazon that apparently are really good, uh, apparently are really good quality for their price. Uh... As, 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 as a recommendation in that segment, um, the Hi-Fi Man RE400 IEMs are 22 bucks now. I, I paid 100 back in the day. Jeez. Those were fantastic for what they were. Their only downside is their build quality. The wires are really thin, and I've broken them more than once. Oh, well, there you go. Um, but yeah, seriously, it's, it's, it's one of those things where you, you do have to research around. Um, I can recommend my headphones... Obviously, with the param- within the parameters that I've said, which is just, it's a flat, it's a flat sound. Um, they're 150, which is pretty cheap as far as like higher end headphones go, but is obviously not cheap. 
Um, which is why I, I struggle to say, like, yes, you should definitely get these. Um, and Jade, yours are expensive as hell, aren't they? They were. Apparently, they've knocked down the price so much, and they've remade them into, like, a cheap $300 model. Interesting. Cheap is very cheap. relative. Yeah. Um, the high-end on audiophile stuff is so absurd. If you are yeah. not yet into audiophile stuff, like, as a hobby, run like hell. Mm-hmm. But at least now you have the tools by which to make at least maybe a couple of minor improvements to your setup. So that's all the time we have for you guys today, and that's the end of our audio file arc. Um, this was a fun one to do just because, like I've mentioned, it's something that Jade and I are personally really into. Um, it was Jade's suggestion to do it, um, and I know she was really excited about planning it, so... Um, and she's smiling right now, even though you guys can't see her. So, yeah. Mm, um, hey, you what? can't tell them that. Well, I can't tell them that you're smiling. You're not allowed to be perceived as happy. <clears throat> no, it can't be that. Well, uh, you can't hide your face forever, considering the fact that we have our live show. Like I said, you can catch our live show at our Instagram, which is at Tech Thoughts Podcast at 8 p.m. ET every Friday. Um, if you're interested in seeing uh, links to stuff that we're talking about, you can also check out our website, which is... Uh, techthoughts.gay. Yeah. Um, we talked about probably doing another sort of like mini update episode to sort of transition between this arc and whatever our next arc might be. So that's probably what's coming at you guys next. Like I, we said with our first update episode, stuff is just happening so much all of the time. Um, and we want to keep you guys updated. Um, so we will see you guys then. Bye. Yeah. Bye, bye.